Good morning, Playbookers. I'm Raghun Manavalan. It's Friday. Playbook's Rachel Bate is here with an update on the race for speaker. It's your Politico Playbook Daily Briefing. All right, Rachel Bade, we're on to day four, vote number 12. Uh, Yesterday, we discussed a potential deal that, from what I can tell, didn't really yield any movement. Uh, What did you hear about that? Uh, What happened there? So it sounds like it's still a work in progress. Uh, I just got off the phone with uh, somebody who's close to these talks, more than McCarthy, on the McCarthy side of things. And they're still hoping that they can land something early in the morning. They're basically exchanging paper right now, so getting down to the nitty-gritty. But hmm. there have been some of these members who are <laughs> are already suggesting that this is not going to be enough. I mean, we talked yesterday hmm. about how Chip Roy, who's leading these negotiations, was hopeful that he could bring along 10 members with him when he got to yes. The person I just spoke with uh, who's close to McCarthy was saying that if they get to 10, they'll be lucky. So things are not looking great mm. right now. They're still working on this deal. The reality is even if he gets 10, uh, flips 10, and that sounds to be like a best case scenario at this point, he still has a coalition that can block him from the speakership. And so these negotiations are going to continue even after they land this agreement, if they land this agreement. Uh, What should people be on the lookout for today that might be different from uh, past days and past votes? So what I'm starting to hear from members who are backing him right now publicly is that he he's really got to show progress and that he's moving some of these detractors uh, to his camp or his column uh, as soon as this vote comes to fruition, you know, hopefully this morning. Um, And I'm starting to hear a lot of frustration from these McCarthy supporters. They're sort of sick of being in Washington. They're sick of the drama. And people are starting to say that, you know, look, if McCarthy can't do this, someone's going to need to confront him, somebody who, who he trusts and who he will listen to, to say, you need to step aside and let someone else try. Now, right now, everybody is saying that on background. They're not putting their name mm-hmm. to that uh, on the record. Uh, but it just sort of underscores this frustration that is really boiling right now and shows that McCarthy, he's really running out of time. Yeah, at some point, you got to think something's got to move, right? Um, like you mentioned in today's playbook, you know, representatives have lives back at home. They have matters to attend to in D.C. You know, there are negotiations, discussions happening behind the scenes. But it seems like, at least from what I can tell or what we can tell, that things really moved in any way that, you know, denotes any sort of momentum toward a deal happening here. Yeah, that's right. I mean, we opened playbook this morning uh, talking about four members in particular who are here in Washington and, you know, because of personal issues or family struggles, you know, they really want to be back home. And this is going to be a problem for McCarthy. Someone like Roger Williams, who is a Texas Republican uh, senior, very close to the leadership. I found out tonight that his his wife is undergoing some serious procedures mm-hmm. after she had a stroke and found out that she has brain cancer. And he's been a total mess uh, on the floor because he's so upset that he's here. Uh, but of course, McCarthy needs him here because he can't lose any votes. And there's other members who also are having these sort of personal struggles. So that frustration is really starting to boil right now. And then there are members who are hearing about all these concessions. McCarthy keeps giving these detractors of his. And they're saying, you know, he's rewarding bad behavior and they're starting Mm. to get angry. And so at the same time, he's not able to show that with these concessions, he's gaining support or picking off members and, and winning over votes. And so again, like, 
people are just getting, they're angry. And that's why we're going to actually see Republicans, they're going to have a, a conference call this morning. I spoke with Ann Wagner, who is a Republican from Missouri, uh, another senior member who's backing McCarthy. She came off the House floor late last night and basically told me that she confronted McCarthy and said, look, I have 80 members who are saying we need to have a family discussion right now. We need you to tell us what is going on, what does this deal look like, and what is your path to the speakership? And she basically indicated that this sort of protracted standoff is, you know, they can't continue doing it. It it, it can't mm. continue to go on. And so let's see, you know, how this conference meeting goes today. But I think the story is going to start to shift from just these 20 members who oppose him right now to his coalition of support, which is increasingly becoming sort of tenuous and uh, as people get more and more frustrated. Playbook co-author Rachel Bay. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. All right. Subscribe to the Playbook newsletter if you haven't. That's at politico.com slash playbook. Our music is composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. Playbook's editor is Mike DeBonis. Zach Staten is Playbook's deputy editor. The executive producer and head of audio here at Politico is Jenny Ahmed. I'm Raghu Munavalan. Have a good weekend. We'll see you first thing Monday morning.